0: Hello and welcome to the Run With Horses Daily Podcast. My name is Norman, and this is where I share with you some of the things that I'm learning and studying. If you want to hear the full Run With Horses Podcast, check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Runwithhorses.net would be the place to find a lot of the links and information that I have. Today, I have been reading in 1 Corinthians, and I read a couple chapters, 1 Corinthians 13 and 14, but the verse that I wanted to focus on this morning is first corinthians 14 12 which says for as much as you're zealous of spiritual gifts seek that you may excel to the edifying of the church and here paul's recognizing that the church in corinth was desiring spiritual gifts they wanted to be able to speak in tongues they wanted to be able to heal they wanted to be able to do all these amazing things and what he really challenged him to do is really try to do really, really well at the things that are important to God. God is building up his church. and That's the word edifying here. He wants us, as members of his church, to edify, to build up each other. So Paul challenges this church at Corinth, which was a messy church anyway. It seems like, from what I can understand about it, that it was probably loud and obnoxious and had all this uh, strange gift uh, mix of gifts and people and desires and hopes within the church and Paul says focus on the things that are most important and what's most important is building up the church you know if we love God's family particularly if we love God's family as God loves his family then we will want to build it up we will want to it want it to be mature we will want it to be uh complete as he desires it to be so each one of us has to intentionally consider our gifts, the things that He's given us for the purpose of building up the church, and then we commit to intentionally using those gifts to help the church to be all that God desires that it would be. I think thats it was a challenge for the church in Corinth, but it, it's also a good challenge for each one of us. Then I've also been uh, reading a lot of different books, and so one of the ones I'm reading is called Interrupted. It's by Jen Hatmaker, and she quotes someone else, Halter and Schmey, who are people I don't know, but they're talking about the church, and I'm always interested in considering what does the church look like, what does the church do, how do I feel my part in the church, and had an interesting statement here. It said, church should not be the focus of our efforts or the banner we hold up to explain what we're about. Church should be what ends up happening as a natural response to people wanting to follow us, be with us and be like us as we are following the way of Christ. Okay. That's really good. I I particularly like that last part, you know, church should be what happens when people see our relationship with Christ and they want to be with us. They want to be like us because they see what our lives are like as we follow Jesus. And ultimately, what people understand of the church is the people in the church, the people that they meet, the people who uh, represent Christ to them. You know, you can go to churches today and they have a big show and they have uh, flashy sermons and graphics and a worship band that's just, you know, very, very professional. And it's a good show and it can be entertaining and done well, uh done with the right heart, done with you know an actual focus on scripture, people can learn and grow some there, but it's missing something if they primarily go in and are exposed to the show, and they they don't get a personal relationship with somebody because that's really what Jesus did with the disciples. that's what he promoted in the early church, and as you look at Acts and see the way the first church acted out. These commands of Jesus. What they did was live out these close personal relationships day to day, walking together, just strictly trying to be followers of Jesus to do what he said to do. It wasn't complicated. It wasn't flashy. It, it wasn't even really big. You know, they met daily in the temple and house to house. They didn't have a big uh, auditorium with a worship band and, and the videos and all the things that we just take for granted today. I think their worship was was simple, and it was practical, and in many ways, it was much more life-changing. In most ways, it was much more life-changing than anything that we're doing when the average person today goes to church, where they walk across the parking lot, maybe shake someone's hand on the way in, find a comfortable seat in an auditorium that is darkened to give them the maximum viewing experience so they can see the graphics well and i mean some churches even have light shows and smoke and they have a band that really is just full-on it's a professional band and they sing great music and really manipulate people's emotions and get them to uh, be ready for a sermon where they're really focused on the pastor and then he has this bright uh, encouraging message and he's really trying to speak to people and he's trying to do it for a, a good reason i think most of the time really the pastor is really trying to help people encourage people and he wants them to hear the message so he, he really does try to communicate it well but it's all focused toward the front and it's really hard to have a time in a big church like that where the the people who are there turn to each other and see not just a another person who is sitting in the congregation with me, but they see the other person as a friend, as a, a co-worker, as a family member. I think often we're missing that in our our big services. And those big churches, by of necessity, you, you have kind of an attractional model where people are coming because of the, the show and because you can hide and people are not really going to uh, seek you out. You're not going to be hunted down and expected to do something where I think in the early church and in the if the church works as it should, it is different. It's very relational. We we have a relationship with Christ, and because of that, we're tied together. Because we're tied together, we love each other, and because we love each other, we want to see each other grow. So our goal is to do that First um, Corinthians 14 we are talking about earlier. Really, I, I want to use my gifts to help other people grow. I want to serve them. I want to see their life transformed. I think if each one of us grasp that and we look at the people in our life from that perspective that these are people that Christ died for, that He loves dearly, that I love dearly, so I'm going to look at them uh, not as people to use or just Uh, friends to, to hang out with occasionally, but these are people that I want to serve. I want to encourage as they walk toward Christ. I want to see them reach their full potential as followers of Jesus. It's a different way of looking at each person, which ultimately, because the church is made, made up of all these individual people, it's a different way of looking at the church. I think if we all get together with that heart we're not coming saying hey what can i get to? i need to be t- entertained uh, i need to find the best place where i can be comfortable and the temperature has to be just right and the lighting perfect and the band can't be too loud and have to sing songs that i like and have all these expectations for us if we can show up with our church family with a desire to to see them grow i think it changes us, and I think it changes the church, and it means that big experience that a lot of churches are focused on really becomes mostly irrelevant. We still need truth. We still need to hear God's Word proclaimed well, but we don't need to do it uh, in a way that what's preceded by perfect music and perfect lighting and perfect graphics and videos, and we're hiding from each other, but we can do it in a way that we're close-knit together. And, I mean, my my personal belief is the church in in general individual churches in general have gotten too big the the mega churches and the the really huge churches really struggle to connect people well that's why there's the focus on trying to get people into small groups and trying to get people into relational environments because the big church really struggles with that well, i think we would be better off if we could go back to maybe the way the church was in the beginning Each community needs a small church that really lives and breathes and and moves in this small community. I don't know at this point in time how in many places we go back to that without really making disciples and, and sending disciple makers back into their community and saying, hey, you need to start something where you are. And I think that would be life changing for us, but it would also be culture changing when the church is actually in every community. That's my dream. (laughs) What's yours? Have a great day.